This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 182. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. This is your, I guess it's a one-stop shop for language learning tips and advice and motivation. Twice a week, you get new episodes. Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different, and I'm going to talk about bit about what I'm up to in I will teach you a language in, in the in the business in the um I guess what I'm kind of moving towards which is more like a I guess it's kind of like a, a publishing house in many ways it's like creating material um there's been a lot of stuff happening recently that's been really well received and I, so what I thought I'd do is talk a little bit about behind the scenes and kind of what I'm working on when I'm not learning languages especially my new conversations project, which is the main thing I'm working on this year, and it's gathering steam rapidly. So I thought I would tell you a little bit about what's going on with that. Before we start that, though, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, the place where I get all of my language lessons. Whether you want a superhuman professional teacher or just someone to chat to regularly in the language you're learning, you can get that with italki. And to get $10 worth of free credit, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, one of the most important things you need to do when you're learning a language is to improve your listening. I'll be honest, over the years, since I kind of discovered that it's possible to learn languages quickly, I've actually neglected my listening skills. I focused a lot on speaking and I haven't always been as strong with my listening skills. And with languages I've learned like Spanish and French, like Romance languages, languages that are close to English, I've managed to get away with it because through speaking a lot with people, your listening improves um, gradually and naturally. However, when I, since I started learning Asian languages, so, uh, you know, Japanese, Arabic, Cantonese, it's been a very different story. And I found that my listening skills have really lagged behind my speaking skills because there's just a lot of difference between the languages, lots of vocabulary you don't know, and so on and so forth. And so as I have been studying my languages over the past few years, I've noticed that I've never really been able to find the material that I want to help me practice listening. Why not? Well, as a beginner, you've got lots of textbooks, right? You have textbooks with short, simple dialogues, something to listen to, I guess, and to kind of give you a bit of listening practice. But the problem with these kind of dialogues is that they exist to teach you a language point or a grammar point. So for example, if you're learning um if you're learning Spanish in in the first chapter of your textbook, you're going to get a little dialogue that teaches you how to say yo soy, tú eres, él es. Um you know, I am, you are, he is. And the the dialogue is written by the coursebook creator and then they record the audio. That is not listening practice. All right, it happens to be recorded audio, but it's not for listening practice. It's to teach you a language point. And so this is the, this is the characteristic of most beginner language materials. Although there is listening material, it's very short. It might be 30 seconds or so. And it's only intended to teach you specific words and phrases or grammar, not to actually give you practice at the listening skill itself. Now, as you get more advanced in a language, you go out and you speak to people, you watch TV, you start to live the language. And through the sheer number of hours that you spend with the language, your listening improves because you have to listen a lot in order to function in the language. 
So you've got these two extremes. You've got the beginner's world where you have short dialogues that are intended to teach you specific words. And then you've got stuff intended for native speakers. So radio, podcasts, TV, websites, things like that, books, magazines, whatever. There is a huge gaping hole in the middle. Now, depending on the language you're learning, you can find material out there. So you might find a kind of, um, I don't know, Spanish intermediate textbook in your local bookshop, which has dialogues there for study. Um, you might find a kind of web, French website with, or an, I, the other day I saw an Italian website with like, I don't know, 20 or 30 um, listening practice dialogues. But there's always something wrong with them. They're either like far too short, um, like 30 seconds or a minute long, or else they're like deadly boring, um, like, you know, at the bank or in the supermarket or... I don't know, something like, something that just makes you want to end it all, you know. And, and usually it's both. They're usually very short and very, very boring. And usually they try to do something specific, like teach you, I don't know, how to open a bank account or something like that. So although there are kind of scattered things out there, the huge thing in my mind that is missing from the language learning world is a kind of comprehensive resource for multiple languages at different levels giving you targeted listening practice well dedicated listening practice i should say what do i mean by that i mean so that for example if you're learning german and you are say a2 which is a kind of upper beginner pre-intermediate level maybe you've been learning for i don't know three or four months or so you can you can already kind of have a conversation you've been through the beginner's material what you want to be able to do is sit down with a listening track that is, say, two to three minutes long, so it's a good chunk of material, and you simply listen to what's going on. You don't necessarily study it. You're not doing it in order to learn the the, the different the case endings or whatever. You're just listening for the sake of it, for the sake of spending time with the language. That is how you your listening skills really improve. And so there's a huge need for that material. Now, it's not just enough to have the listening by itself. Along with the listening tracks, you've got to have the transcript. So you can not only listen, but you can read the words as well, because that's when you form connections in your mind between um, between the way a language is spoken, you know, spoken accents and pronunciation and, and the language itself. It also enables you to kind of pause the recording and actually go back and spend time reading the text in more detail in your own time which is something you can't do with movies for example and then you also need the the translation in english or or whatever other language um so that you can you can look you, you can understand things when you want so if something is a bit hard you're trying to make sense of it you can see the translation it doesn't sound like too much to ask does it and yet the the lack of a kind of systematic resource a comprehensive resource for that i think is a huge problem for for language learners and it means that a lot of people get really frustrated the number of people i meet who who tell me like ah oh, you know i've been through all the beginner stuff but i can't understand podcasts yet and i'm so frustrated you see the problem right <laughs> it's fairly it's fairly clear and so what i want to do is is like whilst i acknowledge that there is stuff out there in different places um so what whatever language you're learning you can usually find something if you dig hard enough what I want to create is a one-stop shop for dedicated listening practice in a bunch of different languages so that 
whatever language you're learning, whatever level you're at, you can get the ideal material for you so that you can develop these really strong listening skills. Because when you develop strong listening skills, you understand native speakers. Man, I mean, that is powerful stuff. You, you know, you don't get nervous anymore because you can you understand what's being said. You learn new vocabulary much more easily, which means you can use that in speaking as well. There's so many um, advantages. And so this is the story behind Conversations. Conversations is my new project, and it intends to fill this gap. Now, why is it called Conversations? It's called Conversations because I you don't want to listen to any old stuff. You don't want to listen to John going into the bank to order a credit card. I mean, no one cares about that stuff. You want to be engaged and interested and inspired by what you listen to. So there is a need for story. Many of you have read my my short story books on Amazon, um, which are have been super popular. And one of the reasons that they're so popular is because of the power of story. When you read a story, even if it's in a language you're not so confident with, you're not so strong at, the story itself gives you the motivation and the impulse to keep going and to carry on. And so story is super powerful. So with conversations, what I'm doing is creating one big story. It's going to be interesting. You're going to enjoy listening to it. You're going to want to listen more because you're going to be interested in the story. It's going to take place over, I think it's 20 different chapters and it's all set at a specific level. So if it's at the the A2, the pre-intermediate level, for example, all of these stories, uh, all of the chapters of the story will be at that A2 level. So you're not going to hear all this crazy stuff coming out of nowhere that's too difficult for you. It's not going to be too easy beginner stuff. We're pitching it exactly at the A2 level. And the the only difference I get, the only, I guess, in fact, this this is feedback that came from the testing group that we had on Facebook recently. The, the, the main thing that I'm going to be focusing on with this now is that it's not, it's going to be very casual spoken language. Okay, my short storybooks are more slightly more literary in a way. Although they do have dialogues, but it's focused mainly on, you know, um, telling the story. What we're doing here with conversations is we're still telling a story, but we're doing it through dialogue and through conversation. So there's no narrative; it's just people talking, one person talking to another person, and we're including lots of casual language. Again, one of the pieces of feedback that that came from the focus group was that you guys wanted more, a bit more slang, a bit more daily language. So we're really trying to make it as casual and as authentic as possible. That's what's going to make it more compelling and interesting than your average kind of textbook. So this is what I'm making. And it's been, we've been going for a few months now, actually behind the scenes. And I started off by actually um, creating the stories or a few sample stories in English. And we've set it in, we've set the, the story in, in, in the UK. And so the way I'm approaching this is by creating the whole thing in English and then making uh, version different language versions. Now, this was a difficult decision because one of the things I thought was, well, it might be better to actually create... So, for example, for the Chinese version, to write a new story, new conversations for Chinese specifically, and then for the French version, um, create new ones for French specifically. But then the problem is... How do you control for quality? How do you make sure that the product ends up being consistent and good across all the languages? That's kind of the problem. So I, what, what I've done instead is I focused a lot of energy on creating really like a, a kind of base English version 
from which all the other language versions will be inspired. And the the kind of qualities and characteristics of the, of the English conversations will will mean that we've got this nice consistency across the series. So if you use the Italian conversations, for example, you then can go and use the Chinese conversations. You know what you're going to get. The level is going to be the same. It's going to be the same quality, etc., etc. Now, in order to make that work, it's what I've focused most of my attention on is actually finding really talented uh, linguists to help with creating the specific language versions because what these are not are translations so when you get the Chinese conversations it is not a translation from the English so what is it then well what we've done is spent a lot of time working with the different linguists to create localized versions the way I've been explaining this to people is it's much more like localization than translation. So whereas translation would copy everything that's said, localization means you make it appropriate to the local culture. So whereby in the English version, if um, if a guy walks into a, a local tea shop and orders scones um, and they chat about the weather, that is not going to happen in Italy, all right? Because you don't talk about the weather in Italy and you certainly don't order scones in a tea shop. So... What's happened is that the, the individual linguists have had a lot of freedom and creative license to move the, the, the conversations from the UK to Italy and make it very, very local so that the final result is going to be something that would, that is very Italian or very French or very Japanese. And that is how we make sure that the, that you, the, you don't end up with this kind of awkward translation of like, people in a in a tea shop in the UK ordering scones but speaking Chinese. <laughs> it's just crazy, right? The stuff that you listen to has to be authentic. It has to make sense in the local context. So you can probably tell there's been an awful lot of thought going into this. And for me, like the as I'm finding more and more in the in, in the, the the materials that I produce, the most important thing, the most challenging thing as well is finding really good people to work with people that really understand and get this concept and i'm really lucky now to to um have a group of people who are very very talented really know their stuff and are going to be working on creating really awesome uh listening materials for everybody for the entire language community we are making six languages to start so we're going to have french spanish italian german japanese and chinese I really wanted to do more, but you have to start somewhere, right? And the original English dialogues are finishing up. I think they're being finished about now. Actually, at the time of release of this podcast, probably the week before. So as you're listening now, I think last week they will have been finished. So now we're finally starting the finished writing project, um, which is going to take place over the next few months, where the individual language conversations are going to be created, inspired by the English version. Then after that, we have to do huge rounds of... Um, making sure the English translation is correct, the transcriptions, we have to go into professional recording studios and, uh, and um, you know, make good quality converse- uh, recordings because you're going to be listening to this after all. And um, it's a lot of work. It's extremely expensive to produce. Um, but I believe in this so much that I am hoping that you're going to like this as well and you're going to find this valuable for, for your own learning. And if I can help people improve their listening skills in the language they're learning, then that will be a 
uh, it will be a resounding success and it'll be, it, will, it will have all been uh, worthwhile. So that's a little insight into what's going on. Um, there will be opportunities to um, get involved in this before the official release date. So one thing I always like to do when, when I'm, well, with, with everything I do really, is to offer people who support what I do and follow what I do the opportunity to um, to get in early, usually at a big discounted price. And th- these are not going to be very expensive. These th- this particular material it needs to be. I want it to be accessible. Um, but nevertheless, I will be giving you the opportunity to 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 um, to pick up a copy very very cheaply, or maybe a, a, a bundle for I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but something to basically say thank you for your for your support. Um, I don't know what the details of that are yet. It'll be a couple of months still in the making. But if you would like to find out about that, make sure you are. Um, on my email list so head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com and enter your email in anything that pops up um, I'll send you a bunch of cool articles as well for that you could also join the Facebook group so you could go to Facebook and search for uh, Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind if you're in the Facebook group there you'll definitely get notified about that as well so all in all I'm really excited and um, I hope you are too that's all I've got for you today go and make sure that you are signed up to either the email list or the Facebook group, or ideally both. And that way you're going to get information about this when it, when the time is right. And that's it. If you've got any comments about this or any suggestions or whatever it may be, feel free to go over and leave a comment on the show notes. I will teach you language.com forward slash episode 182. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.